Welcome to the Great Heavy Music Podcast. This is a bonus interview with our main man, Jacob Bjornfoot from Kvein. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Perfect. Jacob, welcome aboard, man. It's so great to have you. Hold on one second. I think we have some people in the background here who uh, wanted to do something for you. Hold on. A round, a hearty round of applause from all the people in our audience here. Say hello to everyone. What's up, guys and gals? <laughs> so thank you so What's much. Up? Thank you so much for joining us. You're on a six-hour time delay. We're in the U.S. and you're in the beautiful country of Sweden. I'm so uh, proud to have you on because your album Funeral Pyre made our top albums in fact it was the top three tied for the top spot in 2020 for our favorite albums of the year and it really has just been something i've returned to frequently the riffs and everything and to make it even more impressive as i understand it jacob it was a solo project it was something that you were working on almost entirely by yourself that's amazing so first of all thank you so much um second of all yes yeah it's a one-man band one-man show but I couldn't have made it without my fellow musicians that I invited. Uh, amongst them are uh, my good friend and uh, almost family member nowadays, <laughs> Sebastian from Necrophobic. Uh, and uh, the guy who plays drums with now, Tommy, who played on, on two tracks on the album. Freddy Orchide, who used to play with the band Entrails from Sweden, old school death metal gang. Um, Danny who played with uh, some big Danish bands and and uh, Pierre Turnfist, of course, who uh, helped me a lot with the vocals and also provided lyrics. I also sang on the song Yen Lucia and September Cata Mortalia. Uh, without these guys, I, I, it, it wouldn't have been a complete product. It would just have been a bunch of songs. So uh, sure, it's a one-man project. I wrote all the music. I wrote all the, I, I made all the arrangements and everything, but, but at the same time, it kind of feels like a band in some way, even though it's a one-man show. But you know, not now when I have live gigs and everything coming up, uh, it it definitely definitely feels more like a band. So you're able to uh, play live shows everyone, now. You, you know, I'm sorry, Jacob. You, yeah. You, you yeah Go ahead. Yeah, 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 sure. Uh, actually, since uh, we, we uh, this this gig offer starts po started popping in last year, <clears throat> out of nowhere, actually, and we got invited to play with with the Carpathian Forest and uh, Batushka and Nogglefar, uh, all these bigger bigger bands, and. Um, I said, yeah, let, I, I want to do it. So I, I, I contacted my good friends and um, said, hey, I, I got this gig offers that I, I kind of need your help. And they said, yeah, sure, let's do it. And um, uh, yeah, so now now we have like seven or eight gigs booked uh, around Sweden. We also got some, uh, some people from the Netherlands, Belgium and uh, Germany some promoters that wants to book us, but, but COVID, COVID's got in the way. I mean, what, what can you do really? It's, it is what it is. We're just, we're just waiting 
for the thing to open up and people get vaccinated so 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 we can get things rolling really it's it's just a matter of time i think Congratulations to you, man. And just a heads up, I think there's a little bit of a delay because of the time difference. So I'm going to give you some space to make sure I don't step on your toes like that. But I, I couldn't be happier for you because what started out, I guess, as a, a passion project of yours is now blossoming into a touring band. I mean, that's incredible. Is this exactly what you hoped it would be? No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't have any expectations at all. I didn't care. First of all, I didn't care about touring or gigging. It wasn't my purpose. My purpose was to get rid of all these dreams that I had as a teenager, to write everything myself, to be my, to be to be basically be my own dictator. You know, have your own band. You, you you're I, I because I, I was so influenced by Bathory. Bathory made the biggest impact on me uh, musically. Talking about metal, Bathory was the most important band and still is the most important extreme metal band ever, in my opinion. Uh, because I was so fascinated by what he did, especially that he was one guy doing everything. And and that made a huge impact on me. And I also realized that that the only way for me to really be able to express myself truly and honest, like is, is, is by doing everything myself. Uh, of course, I, I'm not able to play 240 beats per minute on the drums. So of course I invited my friends, but, but but the thing is that I'm still kind of the dictator and I'm still kind of the guy who, you know, at the end of the day, say what I think is right and wrong. But but the guys accept that because they know their role. They know what they're supposed to play and they know how to do it well. So there are no complications at all. And it's amazing. Underneath of you, while you're speaking, I'm playing the opening track from Funeral Pyre, Revenge by Fire. And you just have a banging riff right out of the gate here. I'm going to turn it up so our listeners can hear just for a moment. But I want you to tell us where, when did he write this and when did it inspire you to kind of be the opening track so you just blast everybody right in the face. Go ahead. All right. So, Revenged by Fire was actually influenced by uh, a three bands, actually. So, the opening opening riff, which is like the most aggressive one, I would say, or the, the most punch in the face, was actually uh, influenced by uh, a band called Morbid Saint from the United States. Uh, a very cool band from the Wisconsin area. She, she from Sheboygan, actually. They're they're my good friends nowadays. Uh, they play this aggressive, thrashy kind of thing. Like Death was a huge, like shock. He loved Morbid Saint, so he always had them to open up for them when they were in the area, brought them on tour and everything. And and these guys, uh, they're just so freaking underrated. And there's so the album spectrum of death is such an underrated gem like the riffs there and jay wizard's guitar playing is just unbelievable man he's it's like the james fucking headfield of death metal yeah man definitely well riffing when it comes to dump picking i've never seen anything like it i i, I was blown away uh when, and, and 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 the later um later influences that, that comes within the song of course is actually inspired by Thin Lizzy 
and uh, Finlisty and uh, and Dissection. Uh, Dissection, another great classic bands. band. Yep, awesome. And, Absolutely. And, and was this stuff that you had written and kind of in your mind for years, or was it something that when you started putting the album together, it was newer material? Uh, no, Revenge by Fire, actually, it was written during one session, I think, because I, I just came up with that intro riff, <clears throat> and I just, I just had it in my mind, and I just, I just heard it, and I was like, oh, I got I to gotta record this riff. And after that came the uh, the verse riff, which which is kind of a D beat battery riff kind of thingy um, slash maybe old school dissection. I don't know. Um, well, sim- simply as a metal fan, Jacob, I'll tell you, I love the way that this album opened. When I first listened to it for the first time, and you didn't have any of that pussyfooting bullshit where you're just sitting around kind of thinking about fairies and stars it just came right out and, and punched you I, that was so cool to me and I appreciated it because we got right to it and I think you set the right. tone for the whole album yeah that, that was kind of a point also I don't like sh- bullshitting it's it's not my thing I'm always straight to the point and some people are actually having a problem with that but I don't give a fuck you know what? whenever I, I, I write music or or whenever I write lyrics, it always reflects with my personality, and I think I think uh, I think that's one of the biggest problems, but also one of the more honest things you can do musically as an artist. Always, always be true to yourself, no matter what, and fuck what the, all the other idiots say, because the true metal fucking elite or whatever they're called, they don't really matter in the end, because you write songs for yourself, not for anyone else. That's right, man. That's right. If you're if you're not something to somebody, you're nothing to everybody. So what does it matter? Just be something to somebody. Yeah, all right. Uh, as long as you're honest and true to yourself, and you do, and you everything, like all the songs you write, all the lyrics, as long as long as you mean everything that you write and say, nothing really matters. Any like besides that, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So then, tell me, tell that's, me about. That's how I see it as well. So then, tell me about the second track, which I think you've gotten the most uh, kind of social media traction and and the you know kind of uh, it's got that one point that we all know the fire, 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 fucking fire, right? And it gets stuck <laughs> in your head. Tell me about the yes. mean the meaning of that song, and also please tell me how you pronounce it. Okay, uh, the 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 trans uh, the pronunciation is Yi Nadlushi. And what does that mean? Skinwalker in Naboji language. Okay. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, the the native Native Americans. It's basically their devil. And it was actually my good friend Pierre Tonquist, who actually he he uh, had like a uh, he said yeah this, this song should be called Skinwalker. I was like ah Skinwalker sounds pretty lame. Uh, so I was like googling around a little bit, like yeah, not Lucy. Now that's a killer title. Hell yeah. And we, and you know when I told him like I'm not gonna call it Skinwalker, we're gonna call it Gina Lucy. He was like, yep, you're right. <laughs> that sounds a lot better. <laughs> so uh, and then the the, the chorus, uh, we uh, the thing was that uh, the, the first 
couple of uh, like pre-productions we did with the chorus was not that great because we didn't really have a direction or or I had a direction but he didn't understand my direction because I write songs in a not so common way uh, a lot of people write songs with kind of basic structures he's very used to that I am not that kind of a guy I cannot write a song I, I, where I'm like you know I'm gonna write a basic song with an intro verse uh, pre-chorus chorus like that I, I can't do that uh, it's it's impossible I, I just write whatever feels natural to me and that's where we kind of collided <laughs> so uh, but when I told him what my vision was he was like ah oh, now I understand it and it's really good it's like yeah no and and then it's like fire 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 fucking fire <laughs> it's like it's it's super cheesy but it works it really does, man. What else would you be saying if your house was burning down? That's exactly what you'd exactly. be screaming. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and and it's like when when I heard it the first time, I was like, damn, this is. Uh, uh, I was like, I don't even know how to react. I had to listen to it a few times. Like, this is fucking genius. Like, yes, this is exactly how it should be. And I'm not, I'm not gonna touch anything. I'm not gonna edit anything. It's just gonna be that way. Yes, and uh, um, of course, a lot of people reacted to it like, "Isn't this kind of cheesy?" Well, hey, you know what? It suits the music. It suits the theme. It suits everything that has with it, the whole subject. You know, everything surrounding it. Uh, to me, it just made perfect sense. Uh, I love it. <laughs> me, me too. Me too, brother. So, job well done here. You know. When you say you're not familiar, you're not, uh, you can't get put into a box and do that typical song structure. Phil and I usually reference Kalma as the band where they just don't give a shit. Like they just show up, they riff out in your face, and there's no rhyme or reason to where there's going to be a bridge or a chorus or a verse. It's just, they jam. Is that a band that has influenced you in that way or, or not really? Not really. Okay. Uh, I, I think they're a great band, but I'm not really a big fan like of this uh really finish super finish melodic that metal thing i i i think there are some really good bands i i think kalma is a great band but i i think uh, I, i'm more like i, I like like omnium gatherum it's a great band great band uh, I, I think they're very musically intelligent i think they have great song structure uh great hooks I, I like Insomnium, um, and of course, I, I love Children of Bodom, especially from Something Wild up to Hate Crew, uh, Are You Dead Yet, or even Blood Drunk, for that matter. Right. Uh, I, 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 I think they were brilliant. Rest in peace, Alexi. Uh, Seriously. I was, I was very saddened to hear his passing. Uh, he was a big influence on me growing up, uh, as well as uh, many, 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 many others. Um, and uh, I, I still listen to them almost every week. I, th I think there is there is something so unique about them. And I also love Synergy that he was a part of, uh, uh, like that heavy metal thing he had with uh, Rope Latvala. Uh, also was a part of Schiller Bottom for that matter. Uh, I saw. I, I, I think that 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 was genius. 
I, I saw those guys twice on the 70,000 tons of metal uh, cruise over here from leaving from the U.S. And Alexi was just such a little badass, man. He was like, you know, five foot nothing, but he just commanded the stage and the dude was just raging. He was awesome. But, uh, you yeah. know, it's funny you mentioned Omnium Gatherum. Phil recommended for this show on an earlier episode that I review New World Shadows. And I couldn't. Right. I couldn't really get into it. I like some of their later stuff that has more song structure, but I bet you probably prefer that older stuff without the structure. Not necessarily. I, I actually listen to a lot more music that has structure because I think I need it in order to, to get inspired to do my own thing. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm weird, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, talking about 70,000 Metal, I played there last year. Um I was with a band called Ghost Ship Octavius. I saw you. Um, I was featuring, in that. Uh, I was in that crowd in the um, auditorium on the ice rink when you guys were playing. I, Ghost Ship Octavius is a great band. I love those guys. How did you get associated with them? Uh, I, I was endorsed by a guitar company called Comparison Guitars um, back uh, many years ago, and their uh, artist relationship guy Matthew Bickland who's the guitar player, uh, hooked me up uh, and said, uh, you know, we, we, we got this uh, we got this tour going in Europe. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're a killer guitar player and you're a great guy. Uh, you know, can, would you mind tagging along? And I was like, yeah, sure, man. Of course. That'll be fun. And we, we got really close we became really close friends. Then I got a message from the drummer. This was uh, a few days before Christmas that he texted me. It's like, hey, Jake, what's up, man? You know, hey, man, hey, man, what's up? It's like, yeah, hey, uh, we, we, we just got booked for 70,000 tons of metal. Can you make it to the U.S. in uh, one and a half weeks? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you? I was like, of course. All right, right. So, uh, I was like, sure, man. Uh, don't worry about it. Sure. Uh, but the, the good thing is that you, you don't need a work visa because it's international. It's on international waters. Right. So I I just applied for the ESTA, and uh, 20 minutes later got approved. And I just called my boss, say, hey, you know what? Uh, I will not be able to make it. <laughs> you know. I know I have a, you know, I know I have to work for like, I had a, you know, a couple of dates I had to work, but I explained the situation and my boss was very cool. She, she was like, well, of course you got to do what you got to do. Uh, don't worry it. about it. Um, yeah, it was very cool. Uh, she was like, go for it. Uh, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> well, hey, Jacob, I got a special guest join us. Phil's in the waiting room. Let me throw him in here because he and I were on the cruise last time. So I bet you we both saw you and you didn't even know it. Let me add him in here. Hey, and Jacob, while he's joining us, tell me, hey, Phil, Jacob is just letting us know that he played guitar for a ghost ship Octavius last year on the metal cruise. So we actually were at the show. So we fucking know this guy. I love this guy. Whoa, for real? <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That is like, I mean, I thought I saw you there. Yeah, I <laughs> you look, yeah. you look so that's, familiar. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what they all say, you know. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So, did you like that cruise? How cool was that thing? 
you know, I'm a guy from the north. I'm, uh, you know, uh, it, it was cool. I, I can't go play. I get paid to play guitar. Come on. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm jealous. And, 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 and interact with so many cool people and, and get a chance that's a very, very small percent of people will ever have. You know, it's it was yeah. cool. But 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 after after a little while, it's like you know, I'm I'm from Scandinavia. We like privacy. We like uh, right. After after like two days, and uh, when, when you when you've done your gigs, right? It's like, <sighs> fuck, you know. <sighs> it would be nice to go home to the woods. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, it's far away from the woods. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little strange for us Scandinavians to to be like super social for what five days in a row. Right, and a privacy isn't really uh, it's, it's it's not really the main attraction on the boat, right? So yeah, when we were moshing to um, cattle decapitation, definitely wasn't feeling very private. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I, you're right. I, I totally get that. Yeah. By the way, I'm Phil. I don't know if uh, I didn't introduce myself. I just kind of jumped in here and started talking like I'd been here yeah. the whole time. But um, yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, overall, uh, to answer your question, what I thought about it, yes, I totally enjoyed it. Uh, totally cool, and I'm super grateful that uh, that I I got the chance to do it. It's a one in a lifetime experience. Uh, I mean, oh, getting yeah. paid, you know, to travel from the north of Sweden to Miami and meet all these cool people before the boat. You know, I made friends with with this guy who is he lives next door to Igbe Malmsteen and <laughs> wow whoa and all these things i'm really grateful for everything and i don't have i didn't have to pay for anything it, it's it's awesome really it's yeah but that for, is awesome um but but for me it's it's it was the most important thing was that i, I had fun with my friends good yeah know, with my brothers and ghost ship that was like the main attraction for me um, being on stage and we all love each other and we, we play music because we love it and we love each other and, and that, that was the main attraction well J- J- Jacob you know what this song is oh yeah <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard it a few times <laughs> this, is, this is the Swedish national anthem in case uh, everyone listening isn't familiar so since we're listening to this now I think I have to ask you uh, can you rate these top 10 Swedish metal bands? Are you ready? Right. Okay, number one, In Flames. Two, At the Gates. Three, Opeth. Four, Catatonia. Five, Ghost. Six, Nagelfar. Seven, Sabaton. Eight, Dark Tranquility. Nine, Amon Amarth. And ten, Hammerfall. How would you rate those bands? Ooh, uh, I, I, I would say In Flames, uh, in total, eight. Okay. Next one was at the gates. <laughs> at the gates, eight. Okay. Third one. Opeth. Opeth, seven. Okay, Catatonia. Seven. Ghost. Seven. Nagelfar. Eight. Sabaton. Five. Not a Sabaton guy. Dark Tranquility. 
Seven. Amana Marth. Five. Hammerfall. Eight. All right. I love I love Power Metal Man, and Hammerfall was one of the when they released Crimson Thunder and the Renegade album. I I, I was like, these guys, you know, they're gonna be so they're gonna be big one day. I was like, you know, look, shit. I was like listening to this. These I was like, these guys are gods. <laughs> and look what happened. I mean, they're they're huge. I Seriously, s- they're. they're I saw them about two or three years ago, Jacob, uh, over in Fort Lauderdale. It was them and Sabaton. And I got to tell you, they were both outstanding. I mean, it depends on your style and your preference, but they were both excellent. Like, uh, I, I, I have to, uh, I, I have all the respect in the world for Sabaton for what they have accomplished. They're, they have shown the true dedication and that nothing is impossible. That's right. It's just, it's just that their, their, their music doesn't touch me anyway. It, it doesn't hurt, hit me right in the feels anywhere. It's, it's to me, uh, they have a few really cool songs here and there that I, I really like, like uh, how, how they're built, the song structures, the arrangements, everything. But I, they don't really have any album that I felt like, yes, this is killer. But uh, it, I, I like how they have... Uh, built their name i like how they have built their careers and it's uh, hands down that's amazing well jacob since you didn't give us anyone over an eight who are your you know nines and tens from the motherland yeah who, who would you say you, is your top from sweden because we may not know well i'm a very picky guy but if there's one band or a few bands from Sweden. Uh, how many bands can I pick? <laughs> g- g- give me your give me your top three or your top five. Yeah, if you have more than one band, that's like a nine. I mean, I definitely uh, want to hear it. Okay, I, I'm a I'm I'm a huge fan of of, of course of Dissection. Uh, they were like the gateway for me to 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 all this Swedish type of extreme metal. Another band that I really love that it's like <sighs> so, so it's kind of getting it's a bit controversial, but Shining from Sweden. It's another band that I really love. I, I think just I, I I just can't explain it. It's just something about them that stands out so much, and the way they write songs and the lyrics and how he sings and everything. It's just for me absolutely amazing uh a third band from sweden would probably be uh oh maybe ne- necrophobic great band i've never it's, heard that uh, they're amazing uh they're really fucking great, <laughs> and and they and they keep putting out new shit all the time. That's just as good as the old shit. Like they don't slow down. No, they're not slowing down. They're not gonna slow down either. Uh, I actually participated on uh, Sebastian, who is the main songwriter of Necrophobic. He uh, he, together with Johan, the other guitar player, started a like side project called Inaphilium. 
uh, where they have drummer from a band called Cryptos, Cryptosis uh, on drums from, I think he's from Belgium or Netherlands or something like that. So Sebastian hit me up in Messenger, like, hey man, I need a guest solo. And I've, I've heard the songs they have and it's, 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 it's gonna be so fucking good. It's, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be such, such a good album. But the absolute best Swedish, Swedish metal band, in my opinion. No one's ever gonna come close to this, no, no matter what, it's Bathory. And and I'm so happy that Thomas or Ace or Quartong or whatever you want to call him, he got into, he, he got, um, he's now in the Swedish uh, Hall of Fame uh, music, of musicians. And I'm so happy because he deserves it. If someone, he, he deserves it. Bathory is the most important thing in Swedish extreme metal or metal in general, because it, I mean, come on, he, he started it. He started it. He's the reason why I'm even talking to you. He is, it's his core thumb. What would you it, say if, if our listeners are, listeners are not familiar with Bathory, like what's the top three albums that they need to go to right now? As soon as they stop listening to this interview, what should they go listen to? Under the Sign of the Black Mark. That's the most, uh, in my opinion, the most iconic black metal album all time there will never be another album like that second one blood fire death what was the second one combining say it again what was the second one uh blood fire death okay and the third one uh, i i would probably say uh the debut album battery got it uh which is a more of a raw punk thing it's like motorhead on on more speed, really. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, a mixture of Venom and, and Motorhead and Speed uh, with, with very raspy vocals, lo-fi recorded. You mean speed metal or the drug speed? <laughs> uh, well, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. but for me, that's kind of like kind of oh, four bands that are, are really of course there are more bands that i maybe wouldn't put a nine on but eight at least like lord belial is is an amazing band from sweden i mean enter the moonlight gate is a fucking masterpiece uh, i don't know so sweden has so many so many good bands why and why do you is, are there theories in sweden as to why extreme metal because you're such a polite people like you don't even need a mask mandate to know that you should wear masks and keep your fucking distance you don't need anyone telling you because you're just going to do it because you're so polite by nature but you guys get on stage and put a guitar in your hand and you'll slit throats so what's that about uh i think like back in the 90s or, or still we, we we had these um we had options that you could join these um, classes, basically, where you could learn how to play the guitar for free, by by people who who are really good at playing. And you can also, like, if you start a band, you could basically just go to one of these places and say, "Hey, we got a band," and the government would fund the rehearsal place for you, fully equipped. Um, and basically, yeah, I, I think that's where a lot of people started. Like, hmm. we're so goddamn, you know, we were so 
<clears throat> how should I say this? We were at the right place at the right time when, when all these good bands started coming out because we had the right people who offered us all these choices. And I'm 99% sure that that because of all the options we were like, you know, we all, all these all these things that we had right in front of us, we took the chance to grab them, you know, and, and we and we really took advantage of it. And I think because of this, a lot of bands started to play and a lot of bands started to actually grow to become great musicians like Dissection and all these other bands. Because if you look at the uh, look at old photos of all these bands, they're in these rehearsal places that were funded by the government with the Marshall stacks or whatever. And that's where they recorded their first demos. That's where they wrote their songs. That's where they became what they are or what they became today and what legacy they left behind. I'm 90% sure, at least many, many, many of these bands back in the 90s. Now it's a, it's a little bit different, but it still has kind of the same vibe to it, but it's a little bit harder to get a rehearsal place. Is there any backstory to why the Swedish government felt that that was the appropriate thing to be funding? Because obviously for metal fans, it worked out fantastically, but it is a unique thing for the government to be funding. Was it the idea to keep kids off the streets and give them something to do? Yes. Yeah. 99% sure of that. Uh, because we have these youth places also where youth, and you know, they gather and play, you know, I don't know. They hang out basically. You have to keep them off the streets, and also at these youth places, they had uh, like rehearsal places also. So I'm yes, that I I think that was the main point to keep them off the street, keep them up from getting in trouble, and uh, you know gather to gather all the kids together and uh, you know yeah keep them off the street basically. Well, I, I distracted us and, and took us away from your album and started talking about some of the history and these other great bands. But getting back to your great masterpiece, you know, how do you look at it now? It's been out for about a year or so. It's leading to new gigs. You're getting interviews, stuff like this. It's picking up steam. Is it making you all the more excited? Because I know you have a new single out um, that came out this year. Like, are you more excited to keep putting out new stuff or are you more excited to play funeral pyre for more people where, where are you kind of headed uh no <laughs> really i i don't know uh, this this single is talking about it's it's not really it's it's it was one of thing because this guy uh, martin who plays drums for a band called Mürkür, a uh, danish black metal band it was really big nowadays he contacted me and he said, yeah, I have this project called Mother of All, and it would be cool to do a split vinyl, a, a seven-inch split vinyl. And I was like, oh, okay. So he was like, yeah, I, I can contact uh, a label, and uh, if you're interested, I know this label who would, who would probably be interested in printing it. I was like, at first I was like, ah, I don't know. It sounds weird, man. <laughs> but but then I uh, I reconsidered, and I actually I just saw possibilities because I was not gonna release any music this year. I, I won't release any music this year. So I uh, said, yeah, sure, I can write a track. I had some riffs laying around, 
so I called Tommy and said, hey, um, yeah, I just agreed to do something really stupid, but <laughs> hey, let's see what happens. <laughs> uh, so, but it wasn't. The split final sold out in six hours. Wow. Uh, yes, it, that blew my mind. Um, and the record, um, the record shop owner, he was like, this is insane like no one buys seven split like seven inches splits anymore it's like yeah i know it's like yeah i'm as surprised as you are <laughs> uh he uh was very grateful because it boosted also the interests for customers to check out what he has in stock right and yeah and that was it and it, it's it's the, the song is not going to be anything like what's on the new album or maybe some hints of it, but it's it's not going to be like Sunwise or anything like that. It's uh, going to be something totally different. That was just a song that I wrote actually in two hours that I felt was right for the actual split. Wow. So do you, I don't yes. want to force you to do it if you're not ready to reveal any of this, but is there anything about the new album that you'd want listeners and fans of yours to know just kind of either in tone or subject matter or anything at all? Sure. Uh, it's going to be the most personal album personal album that I've ever done it's also gonna be probably the most how should I explain this even it's kind of weird you know talking about it but it's okay because I have to do it sometime <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's yeah, it's the most personal album that I've ever done I just gotta feel really weird when it's out there because I'm exposing myself in ways that I've never done before mm-hmm uh, and it's also, yeah, it, I think this is going to be, the, as my friends have said also, I've shown them the album and, and they've been like, this is totally the next step. It's, it's, they're like, this, this is so good. This is totally the next step. This is going to take you to the next level. And I feel so as well. That's I really feel great. like this is, uh, this is, this is like taking Kvan to the next level uh and then we'll see what happens i mean um i, I don't have plans for a third album for example uh, we'll see what happens if i'm satisfied with the outcome of this album maybe i'll do a third album maybe i'll write a country rock album next time i don't know maybe i'll maybe i'll do a, a multi-crew album with my friends right which is a, which is a dream of mine by the way or maybe i'll just stick to this maybe who knows but as it feels right now, I'm extremely satisfied with everything. Uh, I got some amazing guests. I mean, I, I, I mean, I got Mike Wheat from King Diamond and Merciful Fate. Wow, that's legit. I mean, I have uh, Matthias uh, Brett from Who Sings in Pintro. Okay, cool. Uh, and I also have. Um, uh, I don't know if you haven't heard the band Witchery from Sweden. Yeah. Just member. Yeah, the, their vocalist Angus is a good friend of mine. Nice. Yeah, so, and I and also I, I can't I can't announce anymore because they're not announced yet. <laughs> but, oh, that's fair. So yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah. yeah, right. And uh, so, but Jacob, when you, when yeah. you say it's your most personal, you know, coming up, do you feel do you feel like I've heard musicians say before that they can best express themselves through their instrument? Do you feel that you can, you know, speak better through your guitar than you do with your voice? 
don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know. It's it that that really depends on my mood. Sometimes a melody speaks more than words, and sometimes words speaks more than amps. <laughs> Got it. Uh, it really depends. But I I really I never try to compensate for each other. I I really try to make everything as legit as I possibly can. Because everything I do, I put my heart and soul in, into uh, 110%. So, I think I managed to capture everything that I've ever wanted to do with, at least with the Kvan album, as far as uh, as composition and lyrics and really trying to sound convincing about everything. Because with the previous album, there was such a time gap between everything. So I evolved as a musician while the album got released uh, because my studio computer crashed. Uh, I lost all the files. Oh, what a dagger, man. <laughs> I, was, I was shit. But anyway, it made me into a better musician because I had to track everything all over again. And that made me realize that, oh God, I'm so, I'm so thankful that we'll I didn't release it because it turned out way better when I re-recorded everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like a blessing in disguise because you got to kind of go over it again and fine-tune it, you know. Absolutely, man. And uh, now I'm just happy about it. Like, sure, it's not it's not perfect, but anyway, I don't care. It's 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 my first solo album, guys. It's like this is everything like who who, who doesn't who doesn't want to release a solo album with some of your favorite guys yeah. on it and i mean yeah. it's it, it it has sold two thousand cds a thousand vinyls that's amazing a, a debut al- that's a, a, a debut al- a debut album from a small band with a underground label that has I mean, all of us really good distribution but it's an underground label from a band from the fucking north of sweden a place where no one has heard of selling thousands of albums and i'm like what the fuck is going on um so i, I actually believe in uh, or i i have actually started to believe in the theory about right place at the right time makes a right dif- big difference and also uh, i've learned how to promote myself a lot this last year because the album has been out only like one year and two months or something which is amazing still have you uh have you had other musicians like come to you to ask to collaborate with you or do you find yourself reaching out to them more uh uh yes people have been reaching out to me and said if like if i need help uh i will say thank you but in this case i want to do it alone because that's the way that i feel like i have for me, it's important to have control with this band because it's so important to me. I've never done something so important musically before, so for me, it's it's really important that I I have everything under uh, under my control. Uh, so I've said thank you, but no thank you. Uh, and I have invited friends who I can know make the music better those are the guys that i have invited and i've never gotten a no uh, as of yet i will probably get a no sometime but as of yet i have i have two guests uh, remaining uh, one of them 
is, in my opinion, the best guitar player, uh, best modern guitar player of all time. It's, it's, it's been like my biggest guitar influence since I was a kid. So, so having him on my album and, you know, he, he wrote to me like on uh, an email. He's like, yeah, man, I, I checked out your guitar playing. Shit, you're, you're a better guitar player than me. <laughs> like, hey, thank you for inviting me. You know, getting things like that is, man, it's uh, incredible. Yeah, it's <laughs> got to be surreal, you know, like. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and vocalists, I have an, an, some vocalists coming on also who are really like, you know, like, oh, I love the music, man. This is going to be great. You know, it, you, may, yeah. you know, so, Jacob, so grateful. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I'm so grateful. Um, you know, even meeting you guys, this is, this is awesome. This, I love doing this, this stuff, you know, and just that you guys show interest in what I'm doing. It's just completely absurd for me because I'm just a guy from the fucking north of Sweden writing songs in my apartment. And apparently some people actually end up enjoying it, enjoying it a lot for that matter. Hell which yeah. Is, uh, which is yeah. for me, uh, well, it's kind of a blessing. So thank you guys. Oh, yeah. no. Well, yeah, you you, you mentioned that you you know have found yourself getting better at promoting, and that's kind of what this is about, man. So like you know, we want to spread the word because Phil and I started this podcast with the intention of, you know, fifteen years ago we were dumb shit kids who didn't know anything, and we just kind of like stumbled our way into finding what metal albums were good, and we were talking to each other and saying, "Have you heard of this band?" and "Heard of this band?" and we want to be that resource that some somebody's fifteen year old kid whose parents hate metal can go to and say, "Damn, this is all great." heavy music like this is the place i go to for great shit and uh you know that's really kind of what we like to do so when you're saying you've learned to promote yourself tell our listeners where can they go to support you and and follow you and make sure they get news updates and stuff like that right so the easiest way if you want to support me is to go to uh you can type in k-b-a-e-n on facebook and you can also do the same thing on instagram and you will find me there and follow me. If you want to buy any albums, I'm sorry to say this, but the vinyl second pressing is now sold out. Wow, man, sorry. that's amazing. Sorry, but the CD is still available at Indie Merch if you're from the US. If you're not from the US, you can still find it at some some place in Sweden, CD On, uh, EMP, uh, some of the all the bigger chains basically in Europe you, you'll be able to find it but the vinyl is in the US it's it, well, you can find it on Discogs but it's like 30-40 wow <laughs> so yeah but this was the thing that a lot of people they buy these vinyls when they're Oliver has they like he cut off the, the shipping price so a lot of people bought like three copies and then they sell them like dirt, dirt expensive on like, you know, discogs and whatever. Uh, I, I'm not really a big fan of that. I think that's kind of rude towards everyone else. But hey, <laughs> they, they, it's nothing I can do about it. It is what it is. That's right. Well, Jacob, you also mentioned when you were talking to Phil about the guest musicians and people that you've invited, it seems like... Mm. I don't know if you're familiar, but I'm sure you are. Have you heard of Arion and Arjun Lucasen from the Dude, Netherlands? Dude, I was thinking that same thing. <laughs> I was thinking that 
It popped in my head too. Are you are you familiar with them? Who? Arion? Arion? A Y R E O N. Arjun Lucasen from the Netherlands. He has guest musicians. He makes all these rock operas like Human Equation and Zero One Zero Zero One Zero One One. He's got into the electric castle. Into the electric castle. Yeah, I mean, um, never heard of. Sorry. Wow, man, that's um, gonna blow your mind. Anyhow, what he does and has been doing for the last basically what thirty years, Phil. He's been. Yeah, yeah. He composes rock operas and, and metal operas, but he goes and he picks the musicians that he wants to fill in the musical pieces, and he goes and he picks the vocalists that he wants to fill in the vocal pieces to play different characters. And in a way, I almost see that you're blossoming into that in the death metal space. He's in the power and progressive metal space, and you're doing that organically without even hearing of him. That's incredible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that's <clears throat> well, that's kind of he has the same philosophy as I have, I guess. Like the the things that I feel like I can't do, then you know that I feel like oh I I, I can't come up with something. Then I. I I get in touch with my friends. I'm like, hey, can you help me out <laughs> to make this song better? Right. Uh, I think that's pretty much what you're talking about, uh, I guess. Yeah, man, that's so cool. I'm, I'm so excited for you. And if, if I could kind of characterize how I'm vibing that you feel about your success so far, it just feels like you're so pleased with the independence of it. You're doing what you want, the way you want to do it, and people like it. That's just like the dream. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> The thing about success is, is, is like, I, I cared more a year ago. Now I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> because uh, for me, the, the, the more records I sell, sure, it, it, it helps and funds me to do the next record. But in the end, I'm just satisfied. I, I just come to the conclusion that I'm just satisfied as long as, as 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 the vision I had with the mix and master and everything is fine, that's when I'm satisfied. At least nowadays, because now I have sold more. Like you know, I, I have had all my friends who have these big record labels in Germany and everything, and I've had these booking agencies who wants to have Kvan on their page and everything. And I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's cool. It would be cool. You know, I'm not sure if I'm going to get there. <laughs> we'll see. I just have to do these gigs and then I'll see. Fame and fortune. It was important a few moons ago. Now it's more like, I don't care. I just, I just have to do this because it's everything I breathe. It's everything I am. And what comes after that, well, we'll see, honestly. So, Jacob, what's your favorite track? Because I know in our usual albums where we go, our usual episodes, rather, where we kind of go track by track and we go through each one meticulously, we spend a little more time. But I don't, I don't want to do that with you. Tell me, what's your favorite song or what's the most proud song on the whole album, Funeral Pyre? The title track. Yeah, it's such a banger, man. That's that's my favorite one. It's a personal one, also. It's a very personal track for me. It's uh, that that one is is absolutely uh, the one I choose. Can, can you share the personal meaning of "Revenge by Fire"? What is it? 
what does that mean and why personal? No, no, I can't do that. <laughs> here, 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 uh, you, no. here, here you are talking about your freedom and, and your vulnerability and you won't even share it? No, because it's up to the listeners and, and to the readers. I, I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, um, uh, you know, I, I don't want to share the actual meaning of the song because I think it would ruin a lot. You know, if someone tell me like what my favorite song is about, it will be like, ah, oh, you just ruined it for me. I thought it was about this because I really relate so much to what you're singing about. But you just exploit, you just exploited it. It's like, oh, it just destroyed the song. So no, I'm not gonna tell you what the song is about. It's what you think what the song is about, and what you read, and what you feel, and what you relate to. You're like a poet, man. You're like a true artist. No, I'm just honest. <laughs> I'm just honest. I'm not gonna sit there and tell you what my songs are about. It's about what you think. It's what you feel. And what I feel is completely different, probably, and that's fine. And if that makes me a true poet, no, I don't think so. I don't consider myself a true poet. I'm just a guy who just loves what I do, and I'm finally able to do it. <laughs> Super. That, that's how I feel. Super cool, man. Well, is there is there anything that you want our listeners to know about you or the metal scene or COVID or the world? Is there anything that you kind of want to share as a parting message? Because We've kept you for a long time, and you've been a wonderful guest. We'd love to have you back on in the future, especially if you want to do a release announcement for your next album or anything you want to do. We're here to help you. But uh, tell our listeners some sort of parting shot about you know you as an artist and about your band and whatever you want to say. Well, first and foremost, thank you all. Um, thank you guys for having me. That this has been an absolute blast, and I couldn't have had a greater conversation during COVID in the north of Sweden during uh, this fine, uh, what you call it, almost midnight hour. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to all my listeners who, uh, I don't know, uh, wash your hands, get vaccinated. <laughs> okay, yeah. F fuck all those uh, idiots on the internet who tried to you know you know who, tr who tr tries to be more polite than science fuck them all and uh listen to ride the lightning by metallica oh yeah and actually listen to metallica from yeah from ride the lightning and listen to restless and wild by accept then you will make it far <laughs> great great life advice man phil phil, oh, yeah. phil and i you can tell we're true metal brothers jacob because we have both seen metallica together and accept together we saw accept oh. on 70 tons and we saw metallica in miami hard rock stadium so you give good advice brother yep well you know oh, I'm, 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 I'm all about the 80s man it's as you can hear in the album it's all except riffs and Metallica, really. And, of course, Bathory and all dissection. But, but the 80s, it's my cup of tea. Well, I, I, I told you, I picked up the uh, creator influence on track four, Septum Piccata Mortalia. I think that has a total creator sound from Germany, if you're familiar with them. Of course. Uh, I've never been a big creator fan. I think the vocal style on that song mirrors the creator sound very similarly. 
Yeah, well, when when you when you when you say put it like that, uh, I can absolutely agree on some weird way. But I've never really picked up creator as an influence uh, fan. I don't think I ever will because creator has never been a band that I'm like, yeah, creator. But um, all the other other Teutonic thrash bands from Germany, uh, like Destruction. Uh, yes, <laughs> love it. Really, really big fan of those guys. Also. Well, Jacob, I, we can't thank you enough, man. It was great having you on. I hope that you're not a stranger. You reach back out to us in the future if you ever have something to announce and let us know. We'd love to have you back. Absolutely, yeah. hey, guys. Thank you, thank you so much for having me, and um, have a great weekend, everyone. All right. All you right. Too. Stay safe. Absolutely. Everybody Wash go to, your hands. Everybody go to KVAEN on Facebook and Instagram. Follow and support our main man, Jacob. He's doing great things and is just starting, man. He's just scratching the surface. So God bless you guys. Thanks very much, and we'll talk to you soon. All right.